Radio and or the Logan Broadcasting Corporation. Near Me Furniture and Hometown Pharmacy presents What's Your Opinion on WVOW Radio. For more than 70 years, it's What's Your Opinion on facts, figures, situations, events, and more. You can give us a call at 304-752-5080, 304-752-5081. Rules are simple for the program, no bad language. Uh, we prefer one call per caller per show, but of course, you know we have uh, mountains and we have... Uh, bad cell signal and so forth. So sometimes, sometimes we have them call back in that, that happens from time to time, but that's all right. We don't do advertisements for, uh, any, uh, commercial businesses. And, uh, we like to keep opinions only. We don't want any personal vendettas or personal ax grindings or anything like that, but it is what's your opinion where we invite opinions and discourse and you're welcome to call in again, the numbers 508-0-5081. Both lines are open. I'm Aaron Stone, been with you all morning long, joined today in the studio. I uh, I was going to say I have a special guest, but he's not very special at all. He's uh, here. What? Well, there I go, uh, trying to trying to be on the moment there, Josh, and uh, I, just, uh, I, I just buried you. I didn't mean to. Uh, you're special to me. Uh, he's our new sales director here at WVOW, Josh Lawson. Good morning, Mr. Lawson. Hey, thank you, Aaron, for having me on today, buddy. Mm-hmm. I, uh my, my my mom thinks I'm pretty special, so. <laughs> yes, don't they all? Um, so uh, you uh, you know you're new here to the station. You've uh, had a couple of weeks here, going around, uh, not just uh, to uh, you've been going to some of the public meetings with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been uh, having a chance to go around and uh, meet uh, people and businesses and around. And um, I've gave you a few weeks. We've thrown you in the deep end. You're on. You're on. What's your opinion here? Uh, so tell us what you know. What's been going on? How are you feeling about it right now? Hey, it, so far it's been an absolutely wonderful experience. Um, everyone here at the station has been fantastic to work with. Um, I know I grew up here in Logan, in the Logan area. Um, I'm a Whitman Creeker through and through. Um, but uh, you know, getting the chance to to really go out and meet a lot of the local business owners and a, a lot of uh, you know people in the community. Uh, it's been a great experience so far. Um, I'm really proud of our hometown, and uh, I think that uh, shows through the work that the station here does and with the, the work that everybody in Logan, you know, all the business owners that I've spoken to, you know, they put in every day. It, it, you know, we have a really great community here, um, and I think that uh, I'm, I'm really grateful to have a chance to serve it. Well, we appreciate you coming in here this morning with me on What's Your Opinion? We're going to well, we'll see what people have to say about some things. Uh, you know, we'll we'll uh, continue the discussion uh, here momentarily. I want to pass along to you if you're coming into Logan today, uh, you may want to expect delays. A good portion of Stratton Street closed today. The east end of uh, Stratton Street. That's from the intersection of Hanging Rock Highway 
and uh, Route 10 and Stratton Street down near the Logan Water Board, uh, down on that end of town uh, where the boulevard connects over to Stratton Street. That's closed from there all the way down to the intersection of Holland Lane and Stratton Street, and that's near the LB&T drive-thru bank. So that, that, that part of Stratton Street closed today. Vehicles uh, were supposed to be cleared out by 7 o'clock this morning. I'm sure if they haven't gotten to it yet, I'm sure you could probably still get that car out of there if you haven't uh, gotten to it yet. But, uh, well, it's been about two and a half hours, so you may have already missed your calling on that. Uh, but Strad Street closed today on that, that end of town on the east end. We also have uh, some delays. You can expect delays on Route 10 uh, down the river uh, on um, in the Justice Edition area. They were doing uh, they were doing the tearing up the old pavement down through there last week. Uh, they now supposed to be paving down through there today, so they've got a lot of a lot of paving issues, a lot of paving projects going on. And of course, if you uh, see any more uh, delays out there on the travels this morning, you can go ahead and call us up, and we could talk about that. We could talk about whatever you want. Josh, I want to continue what we were talking about last week, and when I say me, me and Brandon, or I was sure it's just a Brandon and I. Mm-hmm. I don't want my high school uh, English teachers calling me up and uh, berating me on that. Uh, We were talking last week, of course, Mitch McConnell, uh, he is the uh, United States Senator from Kentucky. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure everybody knows who he is at this point. Uh, He's been in the Senate for a long time. He's 81 years old. Now, last week, whatever the issue was, he had a moment. They've been saying that he froze, but I'm unaware of a temperature drop in the Capitol at that very (laughs) moment. I was wondering why all, why that was the word that everybody went with froze. Uh, there was a an uncomfortable pause. Uh, probably be more uh, more uh, descriptive of it. But he did. He had a, he had a lockup moment there. He just was, and he says uh, after he said that he was lightheaded. Uh, he was uh, led away. Uh, nothing terrible. He came back. Uh, he joked later. Said he was sandbagged. Said the president called. Checked on him, so he's sandbagged, so he's poking at the president. So, you know, he, he seems to be in good spirits. But, um, you know, this is, uh, this is right on the heels of Dianne Feinstein. She had a little moment. Mm-hmm. She was confused uh, during a, a vote, a uh, senator from California. She was uh, confused on, on a vote. Uh, they were taking a vote. She thought that she was supposed to be doing um, her, her, her moment there to uh, pledge support for what the vote was. She's 90, and we have uh, President Joe Biden. He says he's running for president. He's, he's acting like a president that's running for re-election. He's 80, uh, straight up 80. You have uh, former President Donald Trump. He is 77, I believe. 77, yes. So we have a lot of older, uh, advanced-aged uh, individuals who are serving in public office. And that usually that, that's usually the case in many aspects. But um, you know, I kept seeing a lot of people talking about these situations with Feinstein and McConnell uh, specifically. Uh, of course, you know, Mister Mister President, Mister Biden has had uh, more than his share of gaffes uh, since he's been president. So you know, I was thinking about this over the weekend, and I kept seeing a lot of this was coming up on the internet of all places. Uh, but I saw a lot of news commentators were addressing it as well, putting it up for their discussions. So I thought I'd see what, what our audience uh, has to say about it. 
Uh, you know, there's minimum ages for 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 political office. You run for president, you have to be at least thirty five. Right. So, I, I use the word discriminate as age discrimination on that. Uh, literally, uh, obviously, I'm not saying that there's something wrong with it, but uh, you have to be at least thirty five years old to be president. You have to be thirty five years old to be a U.S. senator. Uh, you have to be at least eighteen for other offices. So, my question is. All this talk about term limits that comes up every four years or so. Is this something that people uh, are typically on the right, they're typically in favor of term limits. On the left, I've always heard um, a liberal or Democrat uh, candidates and so forth, they usually say something to the effect of there's a term limits every four years. It's called an election. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Basically, I guess what I'm asking is, is, should there be a maximum age for running for certain offices? That's what I'm going to ask our callers today. Well, as you know, we were we kind of of having that conversation earlier today. And, uh, you know, it is uh, something that uh, is very important, I think, that we uh, uh, address because... When you have people that are of a certain age, and I'm not ageist at all, I think that you know if someone is willing to serve our country mm-hmm. and 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 represent uh, the American people, then God bless them for doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it it brings a, a certain amount of attention, and it's a difficult job. Um, whatever side of the political aisle you're on, you know, being a congressman or a senator or the president is some of the most difficult jobs that we have in the in the in the oh, world. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, when you get to a certain point, if you're healthy and you have your mental capacity, then I'm all for someone who is capable and willing to do the job, you know, and gets properly duly elected by the the their constituents. You know, I'm all for that. However, when you get to a certain point, someone has to you know, be able to say, hey, here's the gold watch, man. You've done a mm. great job. Your, do- your job's done. Yeah. Um, it, it, well, you know, you think um, I had somebody mention to me, they were talking about, well, you know, they take licenses from people. You exactly. Know? I was like, yeah, but, you know, taking a license from somebody because they can't physically operate a vehicle uh, adequately, it's a little different than saying that they can't do a job that they say that they can do. I mean, there might be uh, ways to demonstrate that, I guess. But, you know, at the same time, I'm like you. I don't like, I'm kind of uncomfortable even talking about something like this because, you know, right. you're talking about people who have put forth, oh, my goodness. I mean, in, in McConnell's, uh, specifically in his instance, he's put in, I'd say, close to half his life. Right. Uh, I think he was the first elected in like 84. So, I mean, he's put forth quite a bit of time uh, there to, to, for somebody to go and tell him. It kind of makes me think about people forced into retirement in, like, the private sector. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I've got another 10 years left in me, and they're, they're giving me the gold watch, you know? Well, you know, again, it is it, – it comes down to, you know, are you able to do the job? Mm-hmm. And, you know, in a lot of cases, you know, the, the thing is, you know, a person like the president of the United States, like you said earlier, you know, Biden is 80. You now Trump is 77. Um, they both have had plenty enough, you know, incidences in, in speaking publicly that, uh, you know, makes anyone scratch their head and say, hey, did they really know what they were talking about there? But then at the same uh, time, you also go back over all the presidents that we have on recorded history um, as far as, you know, audio or video. Right. I mean, 
they all have their moments. Absolutely. I mean, George W. Bush tried to walk out the wrong door one time. Right, a, a right. Place. Hey, but he ducked a shoe one time really fast. Uh, two shoes. <laughs> two shoes. Two shoes. Um. But, uh, you know, and a, per, a person in a position like the, the office of the president of the United States, they have a, an enormous staff. You know, they have a chief of staff. They've got advisors. They've got people around them that, you know, advise them and, and help keep them on the right track. Um, you wouldn't be able to keep up with everything if you didn't have people helping you, obviously. Well, that's interesting. But, so you're, you're like uh, like the office of the president. I mean, there's right. a whole army of people. <laughs> no, no pun intended, but there's a, a whole uh, staff, a huge staff that mm-hmm. goes along with the president. So, I mean, I guess that's another way of looking at it, too. I mean, I mean, uh, you got over a thousand people that work in the White House. Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. So sure. It, it's... You know, everything from, you know, speech writers to, to policy advisors. Um, I mean, depending on, you know, who you are, you might even, you might even hire your, you know, your, your daughter and son-in-law to help you out. You know, but uh, it's uh, definitely uh, something that, you know, if you, if you have the mental capacity to be able to do it, then, then sure. But there's got to be some types of checks and balances. I don't know that I want the person that has the button on the nuclear codes to not be able to, you know, remember, you know, who we're firing at. <laughs> right. Well, that that would definitely be a problem there. I can imagine that. Speaking of um, former President Trump, current P- President Biden, um, I've seen a, a lot of different polls. And, you know, I always tell people, you know, polls don't vote. People do. Right. Uh, just signs don't vote. People do. Um for a lot, of, a lot of the time here, I've seen a lot of the polls, a lot of folks, um, you know, and I'm sitting here just thinking about from memory. And, of course, you know, every time you read a poll, there's like four more that's already come out since then. But a lot of people, a lot of American voters, uh, they don't seem to be um, they don't seem to be too intrigued about a repeat of the 2020 election, as in Biden and Trump uh, mm. again. But at the same time, you look at the news from last week, Biden and Trump were both. I mean, it looks like even though a, a lot of people don't want to see that repeat matchup, looks like we're quickly, quickly uh, going towards that as actually being the outcome. But you know, at the same time, we're in the middle of uh, 2023 election isn't until next year. We have a caller right now. Let's get to that. You can uh, call to three zero four seven five two fifty eighty is the open line. Good morning. You're on. What's your opinion? Yeah, good morning. You're on Watch Your Opinion. Go ahead. Yeah, they all, so any of us over 70 ought to retire when they get 70. So you're thinking that the, there should be a cutoff age for running for office cut like off 70. 70? Yeah. So why 70? Why not? Uh... Talk. Okay. They need to get out. They need to retire at 70. If you 70 now, put them out there. <laughs> So, all right, thank you, pal. Well, there you go. We have we have a, an age right there, seventy. You know, I'd, I'd mentioned to somebody over the weekend. I was talking about this. I said, well, you know, maybe they would do something like if the number of years served in that office equals uh, or higher than uh, some number, you know, then you can't run again or something like that. You know, like or uh, if the terms of office times by whatever. Uh, I think that's. Interesting. I don't know if that's necessarily something that should be done. Uh, let's get another caller on here and see what they think about it. Good morning, girl. What's your opinion? 
Well, good morning. It's good to hear your voice, Aaron, and to uh, welcome a new guy. Yeah, it's Josh Lawson, our new sales director. Well, that's great. Welcome, Josh. It's great to uh, to hear you on the radio here. It's a great station that you're working with, and uh, I hope you're uh, able to uh, carry your order form into a lot of different businesses. Hey, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, I wanted to uh, make a quick comment. You know, I uh, tend to agree some on this uh, age uh, restriction thing. Of course, on the other hand, you know, we we get a lot of wisdom and experience. And, uh, you know, I think the proof should be in the pudding. I was listening this morning and heard uh, the uh, financial talk with your uh, with your fellow today there. Aaron. Ed Steik uh, from the Steik Wealth Enhancement Group. Right, and, uh, you know, the message I heard from him was the economy is going gangbusters. Things are doing great. People's retirements are building up. You know, I know in some other reporting that the uh, unemployment rate is down somewhere lowest it's been in, like, 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, we've uh, we've had Joe Biden in there now for, you know, uh, over two, well over two years, and uh, he's kind of turned around that whole COVID thing pretty well. Uh, I think that uh, a lot of times, like I say, you look for proof in the pudding. And, I, you know, regardless of uh, whatever uh, verbal mistakes uh, he may make, I'd say a lot of these policy decisions are paying off now. Well, his opposition, of course, they're saying it's not just verbal mistakes. They're saying, well, they're saying all kinds of things. They're saying that it's uh, uh, some kind of a mental neurological issue that's uh, plaguing him, that he's not being completely open about, which... I mean, unless you're a, unless you're his doctor, not a doctor, but his doctor, and uh, have been able to uh, do uh, do some kind of observation here. I don't know how people are making that uh, determination, but let's say that these uh, that these critics are are correct. Uh, what do you think about the idea that uh, there's some kind of uh, age max or uh, some other kind of determination for uh, whether or not a person is eligible to run? Well. You know, a, a pretest might not be a bad idea. You know, to a certain extent, you know, some, some folks may just have, uh, well, you know, like uh, President Biden, he's had a uh, stuttering issue his entire life that he's he's pretty much overcome. But on occasion, you'll see him have a little problems with word finding or, or getting the right word out. I do that and, all the uh, time myself. <laughs> right. And stuttering certainly has nothing to do with your mental acuity or any of that. Uh, you know, so on some of these complaints about different things, I I tell people just maybe sit down, uh, have themselves a hamburger and a nice hot cup of cofefe, and and settle down <laughs> there. Uh, now, you know, there's other uh, there's other sorts of uh, problems. So, you know, Mitch McConnell was one that I would say, you know, from watching the video, which I did. That's that's not a slip of the tongue or a, a problem uh, pronouncing a certain word or getting a name wrong. It. He he uh, he had a uh, neurological problem that caused him to to lapse into a trance. Well, he said that or, he had a, a light, felt lightheaded. Was what what he well, said after the fact. It, well, he just he just ground to a halt. That feller did. I mean, if you watch the video, he was. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it wasn't like uh, it was a casual conversation or anything. He was at the podium leading a press conference with a whole bevy of senators around him. All the cameras are on him. You know, it's his. He's making the uh, the, uh, the the press conference happen. He's the speaker, and in the middle of it, he just grinds to a halt and is just standing there with a thousand yard stare. And finally, uh, there's a uh, senator Bonasso who is a uh, physician 
uh, standing there, and he's yeah, you know, he was he the one that first touched him. Right, he was the first one that went to him there. Right, he was trying to cue him and break him out of that uh, that fugue state that he was in there, and and you know, Mitch was obviously confused at that point. I, you know, there there's something going on there. Uh, you know, you mentioned Diane Feinstein, and you know, uh, with her that, you know. Uh, it was time to make the vote, and I think she was she was trying to uh, go into more support and yeah, why she, she was making the yay vote. Yeah, she, know, she was eight hundred fifty billion and yeah, all that. Right. Yeah, right. she she definitely started down that route and uh, had had a few people to you know remind her that 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 wasn't the, no, the no, issue. No, you've already there. we're passing it here. You yeah. say yay. Uh, yeah, exactly. So you know that that one's somewhat troubling, but you know Mitch grinded to a halt with every camera on him. That's uh, I mean. You know that that is definitely troubling there, and there's definitely a look of concern from uh, many of the senators and members of Congress uh, that were uh, gathered. Around. I mean, it was his press conference. He has this weekly press conference. Uh, you're right; it was his. He was leading the show there. Uh, so I don't know. We'll have to uh, we'll have to leave the subject open here. See if we get some more calls to see if. Uh, other people feel the same, or uh, maybe we'll get alternative views. Uh, thanks for the call, by the way. And uh, you could call in. You can let us know what you think about this. 304-752-5080. 304-752-5081. Those are the numbers. Give us a call. We'll see what you think about that. Or maybe we'll see what you think about something else. Let's watch your opinion on WVOW. Near Me Furniture in downtown Logan is making room for new inventory. So while supplies last, Near Me Furniture has marked all living room furniture down 20 to 50%. Sofas, love seats, sectionals, recliners, and chairs. Stop in today and take advantage of these amazing deals. 20 to 50% off all living room furniture. Near Me Furniture in the old Don Elkins Music location in downtown Logan, 304-688-9618. Hometown Pharmacy Installings is your one-stop shop for treating and preventing COVID-19. In fact, COVID-19 booster vaccines are available in store right now. No appointment necessary. Pharmacy hours are 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday and 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Saturdays. Visit Hometown Pharmacy Installings at 369 Hanging Rock Highway or call Of this evening on WVOW, we have the statewide sports line at six after six, and then we have the Cincinnati Reds and the Chicago Cubs. Our coverage begins at seven thirty-five this evening. Come on home, baby. Oh, come on home. Right now, it's what's your opinion on WVOW? Phone numbers are 304 752 We've uh, been talking about the possibility of, of, of term limits. Now, we've only been talking about term limits as far as um, a cognizant kind of thing, you know, right. uh, age, uh, things that might uh, prohibit one from executing their duties in office. Um, other term limits a lot of people uh, point out to are 
well, I mean, how do you put it here? I guess uh, name recognition is so much, and they've been in mm-hmm. office for so long. I guess uh, late Senator Bur- Bob Byrd comes to mind. He was in right. there for, what, 50 years. Uh, probably would uh, never lose. Uh, so a lot of people are looking at term limits. I mean, we already have term limits on the president, president two terms. We didn't always, though. We didn't always, though. Didn't always. Seemed like uh, for the longest time, presidents, uh, you know, they, they, they did that themselves. Right. Yeah. Uh, Washington did two terms. Well, so we'll all do two terms. That formula. Except for except for uh, uh, Roosevelt. Roosevelt, or at least he's the only one that was successful in the third one that I'm aware of. Um, so, uh, as far as uh, term limits, uh, we already have term limits on the governor in the state of West Virginia, two terms, uh, uh, consecutive terms, I should say. Uh, we already have uh, term limits on uh, sheriffs, consecutive, two terms, mm-hmm. consecutive. So. I've noticed a lot of these offices with term limits uh, seem to be the offices that have uh, quite a bit of power. So, for instance, mm-hmm. sheriff, it's one person uh, where, you know, if you look at the county, you know, like county commission, you know, got three or four different people on it. Uh, governor, one person, one office, runs an entire branch. President, one person, one office, one's, runs an entire branch. Uh, you know... I mean, where 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 would where would one end with term limits? I mean, you got all kinds of things you can look at. We have lifetime appointments on the Supreme Court. Yeah, we want to make those term limited. You know, the, I mean, they I, they I, get I'm, they get appointed, so it'd be a little harder to do that. But then you do my little age equation thing that I came up with. See, I'm torn on the Supreme Court one, uh, with the the intention of of not having uh, a, you know limits on the Supreme Court is to try to keep politics off the court. Mm. You know, they don't – it's that way anyway depending on, you know, who appointed them. But the the idea behind having that lifetime appointment uh, so they don't have to run or be reappointed mm. is to help keep – you know, once once the justice is there, once the, they're on the bench, mm. you know, then they're kind of immune to the, the, the politics of, of what got them there Yeah, but in, in theory. Yeah, but doesn't the Supreme Court already kind of act in some kind of like – veiled organization i mean <laughs> they, sure. they don't allow pictures they don't have cameras in the courtroom uh only thing you have are audios of, right. of, of the arguments that you can get on their website um they they don't have a formal code here that it seems like democrats and republicans are both uh in favor of them passing one right uh i mean obviously I, the legislature should be able to do something like that i mean that goes back to the checks and balances here but I don't think anybody's gonna. I don't think anybody's gonna push that envelope. Doesn't yeah. seem like it anyway. It, Democrats would if they had enough power, probably right now. But I guess it would go the other way if if the right. tide was turned on the Supreme Court. Well, I mean, I guess depending on on which way the the court is stacked, you know, depending on who wants limits on the power of the court. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were talking about the uh, as far as mental capability. Mm-hmm. You know, Ronald Reagan. For the last, you know, couple of years of his second term, you know, was suffering from Alzheimer's pretty bad. From everything that I've read, Nancy was pretty much running the show, you mm-hmm. know, with his staff, at least for the last year. Um, and you know, that's it. Definitely makes you think of, uh, you know, uh, who's who's in control and are they able to do it? Well, I guess that also, uh, I guess that also kind of. Brings to mind who was a Woodrow Wilson. They said his right. wife uh, ran a lot of the uh, ran a lot of the day to day operations. 
Oh, we have a caller right now. Let's get to them before we uh, finish up today. Good morning. You're on What's Your Opinion? Yes, sir. How are you all today? I'm doing reasonably well, sir. What would you like to talk about? Well, you know, McConnell, it kind of scares me that, you know, you see these guys do that. Are they capable of making decisions uh, that we need to make in Congress to get deals and stuff passed? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that scares me. You know, whenever he just throws up, I don't know if I hadn't touched him or something. He might not have come back. Yeah, it's something. If you watch the video, and, I, and, I, and I'm assuming everybody's seen the video by now, but he is just, uh, which I guess, the, you know, I made fun of the term froze or, you know, earlier, but, I mean, it really is uh, it really is an apt uh, description because until that other senator touched his arm, you, you bring up a very good point. It was like he had to be kind of rustled out of that, out of that little uh, moment there he had. That's the reason why I push. Uh, Democrat or Republican, I think you ought to have two four-year term limits, and that's it. See, the president's got it, and the governor got it, and why shouldn't they have it? So you're you're looking at Congress? Would that fall down to the uh, state legislature too? Two uh, two terms? No, no. I'm just thinking Congress and stuff like that. On the federal level, okay. Yes, they ought to have two four-year terms, and that's it. You're, you know, you're out. Or maybe, or maybe they could at least set out a term. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hey, I, I tell you what, uh, that there is, that there is as good of a term limit policy as I've heard. I tell you what. Now, thanks, thanks for the call. We got one more call. Let's get them on the air. And good morning. Uh, you're uh, you're on the air. You're the final call today. What would you like to talk about? Is it me? My time. Oh, there's Reverend Pollard here. We got another episode of Pollard's Porch coming on. Here. I'm sorry. I tried to get in. That other caller kind of beat me to the punch. But well, uh, that's all uh, right. We'll give you a minute here, Pollard. Go ahead. And your new sidekick there. He and I have to do lunch one day where I can give him the lowdown on that outfit that he's working with down there, uh, stuff that he needs to know, and I'll even let him buy me lunch. But uh, <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. But anyway, first I time you ever heard of a preacher wanting to age, buy him lunch, right? <laughs> right. When it comes to the age thing, I think you know, eighty. I guess you might say at the new seventy, it would be okay. Maybe I think if they put a limit on rerunning for office, like, like if you were seventy-eight and you were already serving and you had four years let the person finish serving. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe 80 could be a good age limit to say you can't run any longer after the age of 80. Uh, and I'll say this, too. Some of those who are already in there, the old ones, say like with Bird, McConnell, Feinstein, and some, some of those, we know who they are and what they're about. And some of them, even though they're in latter stages, they know more than those younger ones, those, the younger ones are the ones that w- concern me with some of these wild ideas that they have. We at least know where the older ones are coming from, and some of the older ones, they have forgotten more about government than the new ones coming in know or, and, and ever will know. And so I think our, my, our concern should be not just with those who are the elders, but some of the younger ones that are coming in with these strange and in some ways even anti-patriotic uh, views and uh, anti-moral views with some of these wild notions. So uh, 80 would be a good age to set to as far as rerunning for office. Uh, but like I said, some of the old ones... Uh, we'll see what happens with McConnell, see if it was just an anomaly, a one-time incident, see how it happens going forth with Feinstein and others and even with the president. But 80 would be a good age limit to set for not rerunning for office. You know, we had a caller earlier. They said 70. We have 80. But you know one thing I've noticed about all our callers today, Josh? Hmm. They all seem to be in agreement on term limits hey. of some kind of some way.
Now, Pollard there, he just wanted to be cautious to everybody. But that's, that's Pollard. Thanks again, Pollard, for the call. Reverend Pollard, Pollard's Porch, only on What's Your Opinion. We're uh, done for today. We'll be back again tomorrow. Until then, we have coming up next on the FM, we have the Thornhill Auto Group, Him and Gospel Time, and on the AM, Hoppy Kirschville Talk Line. I'm Aaron Stone for Josh Lawson. Make good choices. Near Me Furniture in downtown Logan is making room for new inventory. So while supplies last, Near Me Furniture has marked all living room furniture down 20 to 50%. Sofas, love seats, sectionals, recliners, and chairs. Stop in today and take advantage of these amazing deals. 20 to 50% off all living room furniture. Near Me Furniture in the old Don Elkins Music location in downtown Logan, 304-688-9618. Hometown Pharmacy Installings is your one-stop shop for treating and preventing COVID-19. In fact, COVID-19 booster vaccines are available in-store right now. No appointment necessary. Pharmacy hours are 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday and 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Saturdays. Visit Hometown Pharmacy Installings at 369 Hanging Rock Highway or call 304-752-0082.